0: Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya-Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya-Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. Welcome back to Phoenix Rising. We have enough- another episode for you guys. Starting off strong already. Right? Always. If you've listened to us far enough into this, you know I will always struggle with vocabulary.
1: English Sorry is not about that, our first language.
0: It is not. I am very blessed to have uh, autocorrect and spell check on my phone. <laughs> so I halfway sound intelligent. Stop. <laughs> All right, guys. So. Um, Hopefully the title of this has drawn you in, Um, but we're definitely going to dive in today. um, Five reasons of
1: the ways you self-sabotage your goals. And goals meaning everything in life or specifically nutrition and fitness?
0: I'm going to say specifically nutrition and
1: fitness. I think it can
0: play into other aspects, but beyond you guys are here for fitness and nutrition mainly. Well,
1: I think the last podcast we did that had some some undertones of self-sabotage I think was more applicable to overall mindset. So yeah. I just wanted to make sure that we were dialing it down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I'm ready to dive in whenever Fine. you are. Yeah. So go ahead, give us the five reasons of self-sabotage. Just give us number 1. Okay. We're going to jump right in here. So let me know if this
0: is something that you can resonate with. But basically, you're dialed in and consistent all week, but overindulge and sabotage your results every single weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I think this is a common problem. And I think it's a common problem because during the week, work week, people have routine they have scheduled they're more rigid on the weekend they don't relax as much right so they're basically treating the process you know aka the pathway to your goals like that job but your body doesn't shut off after a 40-hour work week so you have to i mean you can maintain your routine your rigidity (laughs) rigidity it's not me this time (laughs) no that's a real word it's just weird to say yeah um But, I mean, you can maintain that all week long, but when it comes to fitness, if you really want to maintain those goals and not slow down, I don't want to say you'll completely ruin your progress, but if you really want to maintain those goals and stay on track and not slow it down, you have got to keep them all seven days of the week. If weekends are really going to be hard for you to stay on track, you can always talk to your coach or do it yourself and lower your caloric goal through the 5 days throughout the week and then you have higher caloric goals the 2 days on the weekend. So then if you're going to eat 3500 calories, that is a very low amount of calories. I just pulled out a number for easy math. <laughs> if you're going to eat 3500 calories in a week, you know, as long as you're eating, if you eat a standard the the math on that is stupid low, but if you, that means you're eating 500 calories a day every day for 7 days a week to hit that 3500 calorie goal. But if you wanted to eat A little bit lower on the work days. That means maybe you could take it down 200 calories on the work days. Then you have an extra thousand calories on the weekends to add. You can add another 500 calories on the weekend. So that's another way to help you stay on track where you can still feel like you're kind of splurging, so to speak, on the weekends. Right. That
0: that is simply just uh, called the 5-2 method, basically. So lower for those five days, allow yourself two days, a little bit higher calorie. That way, your overall weekly averages equal the same as if you kept all seven days. Yeah,
1: well. it's it's a calorie cycling approach, but I didn't know if our listener base would be familiar. So um, but another thing, too, is if, if it's on the weekends because you're home, a lot of times that's the problem is you're home more often. So if that's the problem, I always tell people know their trigger foods and allow yourself. I mean, there's there's kind of two camps here. Know your trigger foods always. But if you're one of those people with really good discipline and self-control, allow yourself small servings of those trigger foods and of your favorite foods throughout the week, which lowers the temptation to binge on the weekends. Or if you're of the other camp, which is kind of, I feel like, where the our household sits, you just keep all the trigger foods out of the house. So you eliminate any temptation at all. It's, you know, Kaylee's talked about it several times. Put a barrier there. If we don't have ice cream in the house, Kaylee doesn't get ice cream unless she wants to get dressed, put on her shoes, and drive all the way across town to get some ice cream.
0: Otherwise, I will find a reason to eat it if it's in my freezer. Yes, yeah. I, I just will. I know myself.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you have to be self-aware. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to be self-aware. You have to be honest with yourself. You need to own it. So, if you absolutely cannot avoid that temptation, don't even have it in the house. Just eliminate the whole temptation altogether. If you can do it and you have that self-discipline and you can allow yourself, you know, a quarter cup a day or whatever it is, by all means, keep them in the house and allow yourself to have it. So then when you do have it, you don't feel the need to really binge on it. Right. All right. That's all I got for one. What do you got for number two? What is it? All right. So
0: you live firmly in the all or nothing mindset. The minute something is untrackable or off plan, the wheels just come flying right off.
1: Man, we see this all the time. Yes, we do. And this all or nothing mindset is something that I think we touched on in our last podcast yes. about um, mindset stuff.
0: It's something people, including ourselves, struggle with all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. We call each other out on this all the time. <laughs> yes. All the time. You know, we, especially like in our relationship stuff, and of course, we're not going to go super personal, but you know, if you're fighting with a spouse and you say, you are always say that that's that's already a lie because right. your partner never always does that and they they don't never do something there's they're gonna get it right or wrong you know one or two times it doesn't right. matter so right. all-or-nothing mindset is a lie basically um, but you know you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater <laughs> just that one off meal is not gonna ruin your whole progress no. I mean it's important to find the gray areas and then you need to accept the mistakes and let it go. And I'm calling myself out here basically right now. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, imperfection is part of the human, ex- human experience. Sometimes good enough is good enough. Just put things in your tracker as close as you can and let it go. If you're going to, you know, if you have a bad day at work and your coworker says, let's go get an appetizer and some drinks, put it in your fitness tracker the best you can and just move on and just move on you wake up the next morning you get right back on track that's all there is to it i mean i mean it's really not hard here if you're constantly aiming for perfection you have already failed yeah you'll miss the mark every single time every Um, time a
0: lot of times i like to tell clients that simply don't put two off-track meals together. So like you say, you go out to lunch or with your coworkers, make sure the next meal you put in your body is back on track with your goals. And I do not like to say good, bad, healthy, not healthy, because that's not true. Your goal is going to be different than anybody's goal. So just make sure that that next meal is leading you to whatever your goal is.
1: You know, and that's, I do not, you're going to have to point me right back to the path here shortly, or I'm going to get off track, but you also cannot with this all or nothing mindset you can't you have to stay firmly you have to have like what am i trying to say here you have to have an open mind because you can't be watching you know your workout buddy or your spouse or whatever and how they eat because they can have one off meal maybe and not affect them right but just because they are doesn't mean you should like for instance we just had a day the other day where you needed a refeed yes a diet break mm-hmm. so kaylee went and she ate extra food she didn't track it she had some ice cream she needed that for a photo shoot she's prepping for i'm prepping for the same photo shoot but i just had a diet break and so i did not need a refeed so kaylee ate it but i didn't you know but those refeeds see this is where i'm going to get off on a tangent and you're going <laughs> to okay. be like where are we going, going here to get back on yeah progress but here. my point my point is though is when i came off my refeed there were lots of untracked meals in there lots of off-plan meals and i came back and within two to three days i looked thinner than i did before i looked better than i did before right so the point here that i the long way around this mulberry bush i took you on was sometimes one off meal sometimes your body actually needs that yeah so there's no reason to beat the shit out of your Your body and your mind in, exactly, yeah. and when you even if your body doesn't need it, if your mind needed it, your body needed it too, because if that mind gets going too much, that stress is going to hold on to things. So when you give that mind a break, your whole body's going to start letting go of fluid, water, whatever. Right. So.
0: Okay. All right. We're ready for three.
1: Yeah. Get, <laughs> get me off a of two before we run this right. thing up.
0: Okay. So number three, the reason that you self sabotage. If things aren't progressing fast enough, you get frustrated and rebel. And if things are progressing, you celebrate and let loose.
1: All right. So the first thing I'm going to say is one that some people look at me like I'm just a crass asshole. But it's it's so true. And it's one that I had to learn myself. And that's quit or be patient.
0: Yep, yeah. that is so true. It's always going to take you longer
1: than you think it will. Exactly. And so if you're not ready to be patient and to trust the process and to know that it's going to be an ebb and flow, there's going to be some good times and some some bad times. It's like marriage.
0: Then you (laughs) should just quit. Right. There's no quick fixes here.
1: No. And anything that comes quick won't stay.
0: Right. It leaves just as quick. And that's why if you're probably listening to this podcast, you have lost weight before in the past and you put it right back on. And there's a reason for that.
1: Well, and I think that one of the reasons is when things are going quick enough people tend to start program or i'm sorry when things aren't going quick enough people tend to start program or diet hopping yes so they you know they're they okay i'm gonna do keto my friend jan at the office lost 10 pounds doing keto i'm gonna do keto so they do keto for two weeks they don't see a difference and they're like oh i'm gonna go to a new diet now i'm gonna be vegan and they do vegan for two weeks oh it's not working now i'm gonna be carnivore Okay, now I'm gonna do CrossFit. They do CrossFit for two weeks, and I'm like, I don't like that. I'm gonna run. They run for two weeks, and I, so the problem is here is if you don't stay the course, nothing is ever gonna work because you don't give your body enough time. You have to give your body time.
0: Right. There's that saying that even a poor program done inconsistently will get you great results than a perfect program for you done inconsistently.
1: Right. And along the same line, though, I want to ask you, like, you're so you're not progressing fast enough. This kind of goes into our other one about mindset where we talked about that shitty life. Yeah. What are you comparing your progress to? Like, you're not moving fast enough, fast enough compared to who? You're moving too slow compared to who? Like, are you watching Instagram influencers? Are you watching your friend, your family, your spouse? Like, your body is not their body responds differently every single time every single time yep. and so what are you comparing your progress to like this isn't a you know well they're going faster i should be going faster boom there's that word yep. drop it yep right I there never want to hear you say that word drop it yep. so
0: okay
1: hey guys i just wanted to
0: take a second to thank you for listening and if you're enjoying this show please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on ig or facebook and tag me on ig at kaylee montoya fitness or on facebook At Kaylee Montoya Houston, so I can reach out and thank you personally. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow, so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. Fired up, number four. Number four. So you keep allowing yourself to be placed in a box. So when we're talking about like diet boxes here, so keto, vegan, carnivore,
1: which you just heard Julie talk about. Yeah. First of all, be careful defining yourself in anything. Yeah. But people are very quick. And a lot of these, you know, quote unquote diet boxes, a lot of them end up being um, camps for a better word. You know, they end up being quote unquote lifestyles. Like people
0: are turning these nutrition diets into like new religions.
1: Yeah. It's like a cult following. Yes. And, And so be very careful defining yourself as anything, especially as a diet quote unquote, I'm keto, I'm vegan. No, you're not. You're Julie, who chooses chooses to eat eat keto. keto.
0: Totally different. Because if you put yourself in that box, then the minute you have one thing that doesn't fit in that box, go right on back to the all or nothing mindset and boom, you're off your diet and lose all track of progress.
1: Well, you kind of open yourself up to for ridicule when you define yourself as something, because then the minute that you step off of that and think, okay, I need a diet break from keto, you're gonna have one zealot out there who's gonna be all over your ass because you had a carb, Right. and then you're gonna go into this world of shame and guilt and have to defend your actions. And that's not a healthy place either. No. So instead of defining yourself as something, it's very important that you always remain open-minded and you're open to trying different things every diet has its pros and cons keto can cause hormone issues i've seen keto people that have been on keto too long start losing their hair um keto can also cause gut issues Vegan cheat you out of micronutrients and protein from meat sources like there are every diet has a pro and a con yes so you need to be open-minded if you really want the best of your body for your body then you probably need to be open-minded enough to try different methodologies. And I would venture to say, I I don't even know if I would throw Mediterranean out there, but I would just say whole. whole. I mean, (laughs) Mediterranean usually goes along the lines of, but there's some other caveats to that. But just choosing
0: whole Whole foods foods is going to get you so much farther and open up so many more options.
1: Not even just whole foods necessarily but eat the rainbow and when you talk about whole foods we're talking meats and we're not just talking stick with one kind of meat do turkey do chicken do fish do beef do or- pork do lamb do venison buffalo bison right there's, limit
0: ingredient foods things with like five ingredients or less
1: yeah and then veg there's a whole rainbow of vegetables and fruits and grains eat a little bit of everything right And that's how you're going to optimize your body and your health Exactly. okay one more
0: so you're stubbornly set on eating too little due to impatience or feeling the need to make up for indulgences
1: Mm. this one's a good one
0: i think every single person that has come to me for help is doing this i stopped beginning
1: i stopped losing weight so i dropped my calories more and then I went out with the girls, so then I starved myself a half the day the next day to make up for it. Yeah, I, we hear this all the time. Yes. So first of all, let's just start off by saying you should never earn your food. Never. If you have that mindset that you have to earn your food, here's a real simple fix for it. You should focus on earning your workout. And in order to earn your workout, you need good quality food. Yep, and enough fuel. of it. Yes. And enough of it. Yep. Um Also, punishing yourself by trying to make up for indulgences. It ends up causing you to rebel. It's that whole reverse psychology thing. You parents out there will get it, Um, but it's still very valid as an adult. You've heard Kaylee and I say many times, you know, if you're trying to, you know, maintain your progress by staying on a certain type of protocol for your nutrition, and there's a food day at the office and somebody's like, oh, have this. If you say, I can't have this, your brain immediately says, you want it. Yes. That is your subconsciousness telling you, to rebel. So the minute you start that kind of stuff, it's already done. Like you're going to rebel. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to rebel. You also have to remember food is just fuel. There are going to be times when you have to eat more food to allow your metabolism and your body to refuel. Without those periods, your metabolism just adapts and you stop seeing progress. So cutting more calories is working against that. So when you see that you're stopping, that's one of those periods you probably need, even if it's just a day or two, you probably need to eat some more food to allow your metabolism to refuel itself. You got to fill that gas tank or you're going to continue to stall out. That's just how it is. You have to reduce
0: some stress and tell your body, hey, it's okay to burn body fat. Otherwise, your body's going to fight you back tooth and nail.
1: Well, and so let's go back to the the very basic of everything that you have ever said to anybody and it's real simple eating low calories not sustainable it makes it nearly impossible to see progress it's much easier to start a diet at maintenance and make small sustainable drops and take the process really slowly than trying to way dive down your calories to quickly lose weight because then once you get there and you stall out if you haven't hit your goal and you keep dropping eventually you are literally eating nothing and your body cannot survive. Your BMR, if you actually were to go out and figure your BMR, which I know a lot of you, that is uh, ad- advanced for you. But there are calculators on the internet for BMR. That BMR is not your maintenance. That BMR is the minimum amount of calories your body needs just to pro- do its normal functions without you moving.
0: Right. If That would be if you were staying in bed all day just literally breathing.
1: And for, I believe, I, I I figured one yesterday, I believe, and I believe it was 1,300 calories. And it was for a 62-year-old female who's 5'7 and 160 pounds. Her BMR was 1,300 calories. And that was for her to just lay in bed all day and for her, it's her body to process its normal functions. So if she's dieting at the 1,200 calories that most people diet at, she's already not giving her body enough Food to function. And she actually came to me where she would come home from work, eat dinner, and literally sleep the whole evening in her chair and then get up and go to bed because she couldn't figure out why she was so tired. I've got her eating more food now. She stays awake until it's bedtime. Right. Her body needed rest because it didn't have enough fuel.
0: Exactly. It was trying to conserve as much energy as it possibly could.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you have got to not focus on eating such little little amounts of food like that is not a strategic a smart strategic weight loss goal
0: no not if you want to sustain the fat loss that you do achieve
1: and maintain your health while doing it exactly so well take us home that's all five of them
0: okay so i just want to leave you guys with a little reminder here that it is you versed you in this which means that it's a good thing because you have all the power and all of the control in this And you do not have to wait for the right time or rely on any external circumstances. So you don't have to wait for Monday. You don't have to wait for the summer. You don't have to wait until after the holidays. You can literally just change, like right now. So I used to be the queen of self-sabotage. And sometimes today, I still slip into those old habits. I always assumed that I was the problem, that I simply just needed to be better try harder do more and but once i was made aware of these patterns that existed outside of me it became quite clear so it was not me it was the path that i was taking to try to achieve my goals it wasn't a flaw in me as a person just like it's not a flaw in you as a person and it may have nothing to do with discipline or willpower at all and i think that's where a lot of people put the blame. I just don't have enough willpower. I don't have enough discipline to follow through with my goals, but that's not it at all. So we talked about these two things that I'm going to leave you with today already in these five reasons of self-sabotage. self And if you can get these two things to change, then you are going to succeed. And the very first one, of course, is you need to stop under eating all the damn time. I mean, every single person that comes to us is under-eating. It's just a fact. I think almost every single person that I've intaked, um, they're eating around 13 or less. And just as Julie spoke, that is way too little calories for anybody that is an adult. I mean, a six-year-old should be eating 1,200 calories to thrive. And I can guarantee...
1: Our dogs eat 1,200 calories. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, you need more. Um, So... That chronic dieting, that constantly being restrictive and depriving, those are what is fueling those weekend binges, basically, or that late night snacking or the lack of control around certain trigger foods. So just simply feeding your body more calories so you can fuel your workouts so you can be in a less stressful state, making those choices, those better choices for your goal are going to become so much easier in the long run. And the second one is just freaking stop with the all or nothing mindset. I mean, that doesn't do anybody any good. So this this is definitely going to help you focus more on your journey to losing weight and not so much, I'm going to be happy once I lose this weight. If you actually learn to enjoy the process
1: and not focus on the all or nothing mindset. Well, what do we tell people though about that? Focusing on the I'll be happy win. You remember when, you- when we talk about that? We talked about it on our our mindset podcast. You don't. You should never focus on "I'll be happy when." You need to tell. You know, you don't tell yourself "I'll be happy when I lose twenty pounds." Right. You should be telling yourself, "I'm gonna be happy while I lift these weights because it's gonna help me get to my goal." Yes. So I'll be happy while I'm doing it. Not "I'm gonna be happy when," because then you're always searching for the next best thing. When you hit, lose that twenty pounds, then it's gonna be like, "Oh well, I'm still not happy." I'll be happy when I do this. So you're always chasing happiness. It's not a destination. It's the journey.
0: And it truly is like as cliche as that might sound. I mean, that's what's going to help you succeed with your goals. Right. Yeah. So basically just remember that
1: it's your choice. So own it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I would like to just throw in too, you know, we did talk a little bit in those five things about especially when we talked about you know we're going too slow and a lot of that's based on comparison as well yeah which causes some self-sabotage so i think the last thing i would say is you know you talked about it's you versus you Mm -hmm. which is very true but people need to put that into perspective as well that means that the only competition you should have is the old you you should only be focusing on being better than you were yesterday You should not be worried about being better than the next person, thinner than the next person, stronger than the next person. You want to be stronger than you were yesterday. I want to be healthier than I was yesterday. That's how you should be thinking of it.
0: I think that's a great way to end this podcast, guys.
1: All right. That's all I got. All right. Have a good one, guys.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.